When I started training for my first marathon, I was curious about a lot of things. How I should train, what to eat, how to recover after workouts, lots of things. Thankfully, there's plenty of information out there for those sorts of queries. I was also curious about something else though, which I couldn't easily find online. What's it like on race day? How do you get that number on the front of your shirt? How do you know when to start, where to start? What does it sound like to be in the middle of a race? Those sorts of things. And in a way, ignorance is bliss. My first marathon in Cologne, I recorded the previous podcast about that, was all a bit overwhelming. We were in a foreign city, we arrived at the starting area way too early, very much overprepared and overthinking things. It's a bit like your first day in a new job, or your first time doing anything important. It's a bit scary, and you're nervous, but it's in an exciting way. You're full of enthusiasm. So, I'd recommend don't look into a race too much. If you're curious as to how it all goes down, go train for one and run it. Go find out. Enjoy feeling like a newbie, a fish out of water. It's important for all of us to get out of our comfort zones. I'm hoping today's episode will give you a bit of a feel for how it is to run a marathon. In October 2018, I ran the Dublin Marathon. And I recorded plenty of bits through the marathon to take you along with me. To date, the Dublin Marathon is still my favourite. Granted, it's my hometown, so I'm biased. But what really sets this apart from any other is the crowds. The course is very pretty, full of variety, the organisation is of a very high standard, but the thing you'll remember long after race day is the people. Those cheering you on, the people of Dublin and from all over Ireland, they come out in huge numbers. They're full of enthusiasm, they're kids handing out sweets and fruit all along the course, they're looking for high fives, the posters you see are hilarious. If you write your name on your shirt, you'll be sure to have a personal cheerleading squad following you around the entire course. And if you ever feel like slowing down, or if you need to take a walk break, the Dublin spectators will perk you right back up again, they won't let you slow down. So I decided to record my experiences from the 2018 Dublin Marathon. You'll hear segments from the pre-race expo, that's where you get your number. You'll hear my journey to Dublin that morning with the family, recordings from during the race itself, and a short post-race summary. I hope this will help to break down the wall between a supporter and a marathon runner, to give you an insight into what goes on in the heads of all those runners you are applauding on the other side of the fence. I remember the first marathon I ever saw, the Porto Marathon. I wasn't running, I was just in Porto being a tourist. We stumble along and we just decided to stand there and clap and cheer for a bit. And it's you, hundreds of people are passing you by. This was near the end of the race. Everybody was so tired and they, you know, we were clapping and nobody was looking. And I just felt a bit distant. Like they, they couldn't care less if we were there or not. And they all just looked like machines. Later, now that I have been on the other side, I realize it was near the end of a race. They're so they're exhausted. The tunnel vision is just straight ahead. You don't have the capacity to acknowledge everybody around you because you've been experiencing everyone around you clapping and cheering and being wonderful for about three hours already. So at that stage of the race, believe me, if you're cheering someone on, they need it. It's very much appreciated. If I'm towards the end, suffering, feeling tired, somebody's clapping, I can't you know, lift up my head, smile and give them a wave and say thank you. But I'm I'm saying thank you now. It's so important. So continue to do that. But this is an insight into what goes on on the other side. The other voice you'll hear is my dad, Eamon. He's been my running buddy through so many marathons over the years. Hi, I'm Stephen and welcome to the Sounds of a Marathon. 
When you were eight years old, you wrote the school play, danced in the ballet, and wore a beret. When you were fifteen, you played guitar in a band, you wrote all the songs. So I'm here at the RDS in uh, South Dublin at the Dublin Marathon Expo. It's a uh, Packed as always, always a very busy thing in Expo. The idea is to get in, grab your race packet and go, but there's so many stands and speeches and free stuff to keep you distracted. There's a good buzz around the place, nice to see a lot of runners and families and supporters all in the one space. But it's a bit of a squeeze to get through the crowds and when you've got a backpack on your back, I've come straight from Dublin Airport. It's, uh, I've knocked over a few people and uh, got a few dirty looks, but there's a good vibe here. I listened to a few of the talks. Yeah, getting excited. Got my race pack here in front of me. Got a nice woolly Dublin Marathon hat, a few freebies, my number. And uh, yeah, it's real now. Without just cause, an impediment to some, you always saw the sunny side. I don't think car it's uh, 7.42 in the morning on our way into Dublin it's uh, been just informed by our driver that it's gone from 0 to 2 degrees which is a pleasant progress hopefully another few degrees during the day it's going to be a cold one but feeling good nice blue skies sunrise is looking beautiful on the horizon feeling ready feeling feeling nervous and I know it's going to be freezing cold for the first half an hour in the starting pen but uh, yeah excited to Get running. Now you've done it all. Got time to kill. And I'm running with my dad today. Happy to say. How are you feeling about it, Dad? In good form? Yeah, in good form, like that. I'm nervous apprehension. Um, but generally feeling good. The body's refreshed, relaxed, good night's sleep. We gained an extra hour last night with the clock going backwards. So, yeah, uh, yeah feeling refreshed, ready to go. And I know it is going to be cold starting off. We were having a debate last night as to whether uh, I'd be pushing for a PB in Dublin. The previous PB was 4.15, and as Steve was saying, no, he wanted to enjoy the run. So I thought, okay, well, we we had negotiations last night over a glass of red wine, and we came to the conclusion that we'll enjoy the run, and to hell with times, so we'll finish when we finish and enjoy the run and enjoy the day. Intense and healthy negotiations. Yeah, the atmosphere in Dublin is to be is to be old and enjoyed, so, exactly. you know, no PB is and if all goes to plan, we'll have a good race and we'll have a good time, but first and foremost, want to have fun. I'm looking forward to a pint of Guinness later on. Oh, absolutely. I've done Sober October for the whole month and now I've earned my beers after post-race beers. And looking forward October. to it. Sober October, apparently the negotiation of a glass of wine last night. <laughs> <laughs> sober of most of October. It's stare back at me. It's stare back at me. 
Well, here we are in the green starting corral in the starting pen. Got the 3.50, 3 hours, 50 minute pacer balloons in front of us. Lots of uh, warm weather gear, lots of hoodies, lots of jackets, lots of hats. It will probably be shed early on because I was expecting it to be colder. It's a lovely morning so far. It's about four degrees, but the sun is shining, the wind has died down, so it's perfect running conditions. I'm seeing Sweden, I'm seeing Portugal, I'm seeing Italy, I'm seeing Belgium. It's an international run, the whole world is here and I'm excited. Let's do this. Starting corral starting to move forward now. We're out of the sun, but we're taking steps slowly, slowly towards the start line. Helicopter flying overhead. The buzz in the air. Everybody's clapping and high-fiving and ready to go. So am I. So are we. How are we feeling, Dad? Ready to run? Ready to go, yeah. Pretty freezing cold, but ready to go, yeah. Well, as you said, it'll be the last time we're freezing for a few hours now, so let's do this. Started. Come on. Rock and roll. We've just come through the Phoenix Park. About 10 kilometers into the race, I think. We're coming into Castlemont Village. The crowds are fantastic. People are friendly, the sun has come out, it's autumn, the trees are beautiful, feeling good, running strong. Where are we now, Dad? What mile? What kilometer? Let's say about 15k. 15k, uh, we're just out of the Phoenix Park. Stop for water, a bit of energy drink, and we stop for a bit of a stretch. We've been talking to a lovely woman along the, for the last 10, 20 minutes, in great form. We've left her behind now, she's running strong. Over the course of the next four hours, or the four hours that we're running, we realize taking a few minutes every now and then to stretch pays off dividends. Got some water, good weather, feeling strong, feeling strong. Is this was a 15k Sure. Let's make it 15. Let's go. We're coming up on Kilmainham Jail, a famous Irish prison. Very important and part of Irish history. Beautiful building. And the crowds are out up ahead. You can hear the music. Oh, I have seen them. Very powerful. 
High five, lads, yeah! Kids always want a high five. High five, buddy! Yeah! Well, we've just come through halfway, coming up towards the halfway house in Drimna, in suburban South Dublin. The legs are starting to get sore, the body's starting to complain, but the spirit is good. How are you feeling? Uh, same. Hips and the... Uh, Hips don't lie. Ties feeling a little bit, but uh, otherwise good. Feeling energised. The crowd are great. Out in force. We're passing a bit of traffic now and the buses, everybody's waving at us. Every step closer to home from here. It's on the home street. It's a long street, but it's a home street. Mind over matter from here. So we've just passed 30k and I've climbed over a wall as well. There might be another few to go, but the last 5k have been tough. We're in beautiful leafy suburbs, passing lovely houses. The crowd are great as always. And I have Mr. Positivity here beside me. Oh. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful day. Feeling great to be out here, but the legs are asking a few tough questions at this stage. I have one of my brothers up ahead somewhere, about a mile away, waiting on us with his we girlfriend. Have to, we have to be running when we get there. <laughs> we'll be running past him, that's for sure. Left my mum and my auntie about a mile back. Just Stopped. under three hours on There we go. We're making great time, having great fun, and every step closer to home from here. Say we're at about 20 miles now. Turning on to one of the home stretch. Oh, I see a sign up ahead. We're at 23 miles. That gives me a good feeling. As I usually do when I'm running with Dad, we make an agreement to start together and finish together. But for a man twice my age, he's got some drive, some fitness, and I'm, I'm full of admiration for him because he's left me behind a few miles back. He'll finish strong. I'm taking one last walk break because the legs are really giving me trouble now. Once I start running again in a bit, I'll be straight into the finish line. We're coming up to UCD, University College Dublin. Weather's beautiful. Got runners around me, got walkers around me. The crowds are thinning out now. It's a bit quiet, but once we get back into the city, the noise will be deafening and I can't wait. I've just put my headphones in, loading up my uh, marathon playlist full of rock and roll and some fast songs to get me over the line. Alright, it's probably the last dispatch before I finish. Here we go. This is the finishing area. I did it. We did it. Hurts like hell. This is some leg pain that I've never been used to. I've never experienced it before, but 
We did it. Moving very slowly, shuffling through the baggage area. Got a lovely medal representing 100 years of Irish women having the vote. Lovely blue t-shirt. Goodie bag, drinks, snacks. Eat, munching on a protein bar as we speak. And limping my way through Georgian Dublin. Whew, yes! And that's my 2018 Dublin Marathon story. I'm sure during the course of that uh, podcast you could notice the changes in my tone become a bit more somber, a bit more morose as the uh, fatigue kicked in as the miles went on, but I finished. You heard towards the end my dad was feeling good. He wanted to get a personal best, a PR, personal record. So he left me in his dust and fair play to him. But we both finished. We met up afterwards, medals proudly worn around our necks, limping home. And we had a lovely day. Went out for dinner. Post-marathon dinner is one of the best things you can ever have. Food just tastes so much better. And of course we had a couple of drinks. There's a whole family affair now. Everybody comes out to the pub to join us celebration the congratulations it's really nice but of course we're so drained from the day that normally after two drinks i'm just yawning and ready to go to bed but you sleep very well that night that's for sure and the legs the next morning well that gets better with time trust me okay thank you very much for listening i hope you've enjoyed this episode you can still find me on instagram at stephen amon or twitter and you can email the show at stephenrunsvegan at gmail.com any spelling should be in the bio below. Just take a look at that. Thank you very much for listening. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye-bye. start <clears throat> it's not a dry cough <clears throat> hopefully I just swallowed some orange the wrong way <clears throat> alright water <clears throat> oh, very much not a dry cough <clears throat> okay hi welcome can I talk <coughs> not really alright <clears throat>